Now we're officially recording. Nice. <laughs> you know the fucking vibes. What's going on? What's going on? This is Quincy Valentine, and welcome to the Valentine Experience. I truly appreciate you guys coming back for again 33. Yes, episode 33. Man. Episode 33. So, so I figured, man. figured we give you high energy, high vibes, like always. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But we're gonna talk some real shit per usual. Um, I just want to get into this shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, before we do any of that, what's up? Subscribe, like. Post show love so the only motherfuckers out here doing this. Oh, now, now definitely let's get it. 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 All right, we'll be back after this mid roll. So we're back. We are back. Ah oh, man, <laughs> here you go with this extra shit. Um, I don't want to get this nigga more attention than he needs. Um, but it seems like Derek Chauvin. Um, looks like he's a. He's look like he's facing more charges. They opened an uh, investigation open from uh, 2017. Oh, dirty Derek. So it says, Devin, it says uh, Derek Chauvin facing 40 years behind bars for murdering George Floyd. But that may be just the beginning because there's another incident that is eerily similar to the killing of George Floyd. Authorities have received a video of Chauvin allegedly brutalizing a 14-year-old teen, and the feds are now on the case. The incident occurred in 2017. And the video alleged shows Chauvin violently subduing the teen, viciously striking him in the head that it would require stitches. So that's, um, and, and he sat on the child's head. And I say a child because obviously he's not of age, but he sat on the child's head for about, allegedly sat on the child's head for about 17 minutes. Um, and the child was um, yelling very similar, um, like rebuttals, like uh, George Floyd. Um, he's saying that he couldn't breathe. I'm pretty fucking sure he couldn't breathe. So. Fucking Derek. My take on it, right? Um, Derek is a fucking idiot. But not e- not even that. Um, Derek is a, that's, that, yo, bro. Sorry to cut you off, my nigga, but how much, like, really, you, he really didn't think that they was going to go digging for this shit? I mean, uh, when there's smoke, there's fire. Um, I think Derek Chauvin, um, he felt entirely too comfortable to do what he did to George Floyd. So it's kind of like um, a person people, that... I let the people know why he felt too comfortable. That, that, no, no, no. So so there's <laughs> no need for me to kind of like go down like mir- uh, go down memory lane in China yeah. like, and uh, stir up old feelings because obviously we have gotten him uh, um, charged on all three charges, but obviously he hasn't been sentenced yet. We're looking like another eight weeks, eight to ten weeks before we know exactly what he's going to be sentenced. And this is the shit I'm talking about. So... Um, back to what, uh, the teen, he, yeah. the teen, uh, this is f- what, four years ago that this transpired, right? And they're just fucking talking about this shit. No, um, I think, I think that obviously you start to dig deep into person's past to, to kind of gauge, um, like similarities or patterns, like, um, like people that are sociopaths or psychopaths, you start to dig into their past to kind of get a general understanding on the type of person that they are. So are we labeling Derek as a psychopath? Is he gonna get off with insanity? Uh, no, 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 no. I don't think I don't think he's gonna get off with insanity. But I think yeah, exactly. I think I th- I think that uh, obviously 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 the charge obviously the charge is gonna stick. What I think is happening is that they're they're looking at the similarities between the two cases or the two incidents that transpired, mm-hmm. and they're looking like okay, is this person a threat to society? And then that's going to that's gonna dictate how long he's going to be sentenced. If that makes any sense, makes, so because I, I because 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 really think because think about it like this: if he's the, at minimum uh, based on Minnesota laws, 
he's looking at like 12 to 15 years, right? Yeah. With good behavior, he'll probably be at a seven. seven. But if they show a pattern of him doing this consistently, they can show that he's a threat to society and they can put him in there for a maximum amount of time. It is no different. It's no different than uh, a drug dealer, like um, selling on the corner. Say he's had he had two offenses, but then the third offense he sells drugs and somebody ODs off of it. Now they look at him as a threat to society and they lock him up for an exponential amount of time. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't really say you can kind of compare the two. Because no, I'm not comparing. You I'm, can't make a motherfucker smoke crack. But you understand that everything that's in crack is extremely addictive. Yeah, and who fault is that? I'm the supplier, not the fucking buyer, my but, nigga. All right, so let me play <laughs> Let me play devil's advocate, right? So let me play devil's Go advocate. Go ahead, play your devil's fucking <laughs> play so, your shit. Go ahead. No, no, so addiction addiction is something that we can control. We obviously touched based on it on other episodes. Yeah, 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 yeah. With that being said, if there's things that's in it, um, uh, like oxycodone. Uh-huh. Oxycodone is extremely addictive. Um, what is the uh, What is the one that starts with an F? I can't. Fetamine? Fetamine. There you go, see? Mm-hmm. So, oh, I know this shit. Because, I mean, it, it's, just, it's just in the subconscious. It's just in the subconscious of things. So um, you, those things combined with each other make an extremely yeah. potent and addictive like, like uh, product. And because of that, even though the person might want to quit, they still would be extremely addictive. But that's getting off topic. Yeah, yeah, understanding, yeah. understanding that they want to create a line and a pattern to lock him up for yeah, an yeah. exponential no, I, amount yeah, of time. I totally get you. No, no. So they, they want to make sure that they un- like everybody understands that he's a threat to society mm-hmm. and he can't be out. I think when you kill a man, you should be. You are a fucking threat to society. Like honestly, bro. I think uh, Regar- I th- you don't. You don't need a fucking a, another but, track record but, or a past record to show. The fucking judge and the, and you know to everybody yeah. that, hey like mm-hmm. yo this guy felt comfortable with his hands on his fucking hip putting his knee in, in fucking George no Come but on, the bro. But, but what I'm saying is my my thing is is that with situations like this we have to we have to really take uh take a look at the law and how it's and how it's structured and if it's if it's beneficial for like. Think about it like this: the taxpayers pay for the taxpayers pay for when when we have like misconduct, police mi- misconduct, and yeah, things like yeah. that. Taxpayers pay for that. You know what I'm saying so, like that comes out of your pocket, even though they killed that person. That comes out of your pocket, right? They're looking at the law now where they're changing it, where it can affect, like it can affect police pensions. They should have been doing that shit since the fucking Rodney King days, bro. But but the thing is, like, um, and we're gonna touch base on like. Umar and all that stuff because he he brought it up in his interview today, um, but I think that the slave brigade and I'm just gonna call them the slave brigade. I'm not gonna call them police officers because they don't police anything. But the slave brigade, the way they're set up, they they are paid by they are paid by the system. They appointed by the system, the system that we put in place to to kill us. Yeah, and we understand just look it up but we understand but we we as a a total we have we live in two different americas obviously so um possession of marijuana like what is it over 3.5 you probably spend what you can depending on which state you in you probably can look at like 12 months in jail you said a 3.5 3.5 and w- and what fucking state is this georgia <laughs> north carolina <laughs> These red states. So am I going to jail? No, no, but that has nothing. <laughs> look, look, look. Don't incriminate yourself because we're recording. 
But what I'm saying to you is, in certain states, it was a joke. I'm just no, joking. but but, I'm, but uh, it's very it's very lean. When I was locked up, there's people that I've that was smoking meth, uh. and they were released on their own recognizance. Now, if you don't understand what released on your own recognizance is, is obviously that's like saying, "Hey, listen, that's a get out of jail free card," yeah. and, and and they just give you a court date to come back and and basically plead your case. Mm-hmm. Why you had whatever possession, um, but the laws are is two different Americas. The fact that we watched George Floyd be murdered by Derek Chauvin on camera, and the fact that we still have to sit there and sit on like pins and needles thinking that you know he may not may or may not c- get convicted is crazy to me but isn't that every fucking case that happens i don't think uh, so every case no no happens. but because i mean it's not i don't think it's every case because we touched on muhammad moore muhammad moore he was i'm saying when it comes to white officers killing blacks i'm not speaking on Muslims and Asian officers <laughs> killing off whiteies and I, fucking I think blacks and I, you know their own people. I'm talking about white officers, male and female, mm-hmm. getting off repeatedly. I think I think the tide is going to slowly change, and the only reason why, and the only reason why I feel like the tide is going to change is because you, motherfuckers only care about money. So if you start to affect somebody's pockets, then people care. No, when you start you start fucking with the white pockets, and that's what I that, that's well, well, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't specify pockets. that. You gotta you gotta be very fucking clear, bro. When you yeah. start messing with the white pockets, mm-hmm. then it's an issue. Cause they 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 want they 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 don't want to come on, bro. You know how they are. Most definitely. I mean, we live in a capitalist society, so capitalism takes uh takes um present over pretty much everything. So because of that, you know. Um, I'm sorry to say, like, yeah, we got, we're cheering, but, like, there's no laws that have been set in place. There's nothing that, that can kind of, like, back whatever whatever we're trying to put out there. You know what I'm saying? And and it's extremely sad that, you know, we're going to continuously le- lose lives behind it, you know. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on it because I don't really want to sit on my soapbox and, 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 and repeat the same things that yeah, I've repeated. Yeah, yeah. But it's 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 extremely sad that this uh, this murderer, because I'm not going to call him a police officer, this murderer shows a pattern of being extremely sadistic, and we're just now seeing that, you know. And I'm sorry for the families that have to occur, like or have to deal with these things on a consistent basis. You think about that little boy. That boy is what 14. Yeah. He, that boy is 14 at the time. He's what 18 years old. Yeah. The psychological trauma that I can only imagine that that child has been through up until this point, and then watching George Floyd died last year because he still lived in the Minnesota area. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. So like that little boy probably seen that happen and said, and probably spoke up and said, "This is the same thing that happened to me. That could have been me." So the the psychological aspect that goes into that, uh, he probably dealing with anxiety and things. Obviously, they didn't release the boy's name, but th- I can only imagine what he's probably been through. Shit, you know, nigga, yeah, his, and he had longer time than George. That's what I'm saying. And the only thing, and and, and I really, I, I really accredit is probably his youth. Yeah, it's his, it's, it's, it's really his fucking youth. His, so why he youth, survived? Why he survived? Because if he was an older man, he probably mm-hmm. wouldn't able, He probably wouldn't be able to survive that. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, I'm not gonna give too much. Uh, energy to Derek Chauvin on our platform. That's not what we're here Fuck for. Him. But um, I just wanted to kind of touch base on that and just like we need to get these uh these murders off the off the street and uh and it's only gonna work if we work as a collective. And working as a collective kind of segues into Umar mm-hmm. 
Dr. Umar. I want to be extremely respected. Respect my man, and Dr. O- Umar Johnson. And the only reason why I want to be respected because that man uh, has fought for his masters. So, like, I don't want to take any uh, any any credit away from that man. With that being said, um, myself and uh, Ty have had an uh, interesting <laughs> conversation about Dr. Umar. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you can never hate what Umar I don't, does, I don't, I don't, bro. that's the thing. I don't hate Umar. I... Tell the tell the people t- what you how you felt about him the conversation that we so, had earlier. So so Umar so so Umar I I agree with him sixty percent of the time. Okay. The other forty percent I feel like he's full of shit. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. And why is that? Because I, I I feel as though like he's been I've been following Umar for the last twelve years, mm-hmm. right? What he essentially represented in the beginning I don't feel like he represents now. The only thing is that, and, and, and this is real, just like anybody that's extremely articulate, they know how to talk their way around a room. He has the gift of gab. He, <laughs> that's just what it is. He has the gift of gab. And that's the, what we call it, the, the gift, gift of gab. gab. <laughs> yes, the gift of gab. People that are extremely articulate have gift of gab. They can, they can, they can talk their way into rooms that they're not necessarily, you know, belonging well, in. Well, yeah, you should now, know. No, no, don't do that. You're a top, you're the don't, top. I'm a swindler. Ooh. I'm a swindler with my voice. Y'all know this man. Y'all don't know this man. Get to know this man. Now we stop. Go ahead. <laughs> We're not going to do that. Not today. Listen, I spent years working on his voice. Thank you very much. Go ahead, man. Keep going. <laughs> but, um, no, no, no. Seriously, though. Seriously, um, Umar, I think Umar has his heart in the right place, but his yeah. mind is not aligned with his heart. Because just like we spoke earlier, like, um, He's like, well, I don't want help from anybody else except the black community. And what's wrong? Okay. What's wrong with that? Uh, is, is it really bothering you? Like, the, the people that he doesn't want help from mm-hmm. others, he wants mm-hmm. help from his people? Okay. All right. Let's 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 go ahead and play devil's advocate. Yo, cool. just get... Cool, 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 cool. You ready? So, so, all right. Yeah, so... Umar doesn't want help from anybody outside of his race, right? Mm-hmm. And because of that, I think it's put a halt on a lot of his his aspirations to get this school done. Mm-hmm. Now, my issue is, it not it about getting the school done? It's about getting the school done, correct? Yeah. So whether they're black, brown, orange, green, right? Let me speak. I never said anything. Let me I'm speak. Taking a deep breath. Okay. <laughs> I feel as though I feel as though the greater good has to come before your pride. A lot of times he's driven by his pride, just like Brother Shabazz. God rest Malcolm, but understood when he went to Mecca, and he understood there were other Muslims that were black, brown, orange, white. He understood there was a greater good that they were trying to accomplish. So, although although it's kind of like um, historically black universities, right? Uh-huh. It historically black universities are made for black folks, correct? Yeah. But then you have people that do enroll that are not necessarily black, which happens in other communities that they don't want us in. But continue. Got you. So like NCCU or A and T, I've seen white people go there. Okay. I've seen Chinese. I've seen uh, Indian. I've seen pretty much any type of like ethnicity go to these schools. Correct. Mm-hmm. Understanding that, in order for the greater good to happen, mm-hmm. we have to open our resources up so we can get these things done. Now he's been working on a school for six years. 
right? He's supposed to, and, and I put this in quotations, he's supposed to open his school in, I believe, July or August. Okay. In Delaware. Okay. He said that last year and the year before that. Now, But you just why said not? earlier, though. Go ahead. You, you, you know what you said earlier, right? Go ahead. He only wants to work with who? Black folks. Exactly. But if black folks are not showing a genuine interest, and, and this but is... But that's what I'm saying. But no, though. no, no, but being cohesive. So the thing is, like, you can't, you, you can walk somebody to the well, but you can't force them to drink it. Correct? So he's been giving out free game forever. Mm-hmm. This is stuff that a lot of the information that Umar gives you, a lot of it is based in fact. Right? That you can go look up. And say, okay, I agree with this, this, and this. If you understand that as an educator, and you understand that we can go ahead and, and get this school done expeditiously, then why is it that you're not outsourcing these resources so that you can get these people in uh-huh. so you can finish the school? Because the greater good is educating our black and brown children. And you're totally right about that. So, pride aside. But, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, no, I'm just saying, pride aside. So, you tell me... If this was your school, what would you do? Would you follow the same mantra or of uh, Umar? My school, yeah. And I was thinking like Umar, hell yeah. Why? What? what where's the why mean? behind it? My nigga, the why is because I want to work with my people. I don't want to work with nobody else. I understand that. That's but just what it is. Like, so if I gotta get, if I gotta find a plumber that's black, mm-hmm. somebody that's an HVAC that's black, mm-hmm. somebody that's a fucking, you know, anybody in construction that's black, you know, mm-hmm. he said the fucking school is pretty much almost done. It's almost done. I understand that. But my thing is, my thing is, it's not. It's you it's, can't tell a man th- what to do with his plan. That's what the fuck he wants to do. I understand that, but the greater good comes before, like pride becomes comes Every, before yo, the fall. Yo, good things take time, my brother. I I understand that. I understand that. I understand you can't, that. You can't, you can't rush the process. Oh, no. Rome wasn't built you in the day. You cannot rush the process. Bro. Rome wasn't hey, built hey, in hey, the day. That's, my, that's what I'm no, saying. No, no, no. I definitely I definitely get that part. So but, why? So my thing about it is, like, if you feel, if, if you really felt this way, how you felt about it, why didn't you reach out to him? <laughs> <laughs> He's always open arms so, to everybody. So, that's what so, I'm saying. So like, my, my, my perspective on Umar, like what I said, 60-40. Okay. 60-40. The reason why I said 60-40 is because... I have my own reservations about Umar and like it's like a lot of times it's like do as I say and not as I do. So it's more like uh, he's um, like I said, he's well spoken, but so am I. So when I look or listen to him, I take what he takes. Mm-hmm. I take the information that he 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 did. He, he gives out. I decipher it for myself. Right. And it's never rooted in opinion. It's right. not booted in emotion. It's just looking at, OK, this is black and white. This is the type of conversation that he's leading with. This is where I'm going to meet him at. And then this is where I don't agree. Now, listen, I'm a strong believer of like, uh, I feel like I'm not like my grandmother. I'm not like my grandfather. Like, you know, that you, you show out is where you get at that, that type of mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my mentality is, OK, well, I'm going to always show unity in front. But like, if I don't necessarily agree with your tactics and your and how you attack things, that's a conversation that you and I need to have to the side. But I'm always going to show unity when it comes to the forefront because the it always draws back to the the plan being bigger than self and pride. 
So my thing is with Umar is that in one hand, he speaks extremely great of what we can do as being black folks. But he's human, bro. But then he knocks That's you down. He knocks you down in the same. He strikes you down in the same. So That's like like parents. Parents <laughs> do the same shit. <laughs> they do the same shit, bro. He's human. You can't judge a man because... I'm not, I'm not judging him. But it sounds like you're judging, judging him. You him. said he, the, the school didn't come up. No, 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 on, no, no. That's, like, not, that's not what I said. That's not... You, you make me sound like some whiny old bitch. <laughs> That's what, you, that's what you're doing. You make me sound like some real whiny old bitch, and that's not what I'm doing. What I'm saying is, what what I'm saying is, like, I I I, I applaud the man for what he does. Okay. I have a, I have an understanding and a general respect for what he does. Just like me, I am human. I contradict myself from time to time. That's that that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't take away from what I'm saying. But I feel like in a in we have a platform. He has a platform. His platform just happens to be bigger than ours. Okay. And he doesn't we're the only culture. We're the only we're we're the only race on this earth that is judged. One ju- is judged by many. Where for example, if you do something, we get secondhand embarrassment. Right? Because we go, he don't represent us, but as a whole, people look at us and say that they're all doing it. Versus if someone's a serial killer, they go, well, that's just one bad apple. That's not all of us. He doesn't represent all of us. You know what I'm saying? So, like, white folks that do mass murdering, they always say, well, he doesn't represent us as a total. Versus us. If one of us have locks in our hair or braids in our hair, we're all presumed to be gangsters or thugs. So, with that being said, with Umar having such a big platform and for him to speak but the way he speaks. how do you speaks. know that his platform is like, like if it was like, honestly, he's like he brother polite. The, he can have the platform, but who's really going to support what the fuck he wants to do? Like how will we got? Who's really supporting us? People but, that really fuck with but us. That's a, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that, uh, I think that with Umar, Umar feeds into a lot of emotion. And that's extremely dangerous. Like every other person? That he taps into emotion. And the thing is, he's too, like... It's nothing wrong with being passionate. I get it. But, you know, you. how could I explain this? People that are not necessarily educated too well, mm-hmm. and this is just real, this has been proven, oh, yeah. people that are not educated, they, they lead with emotions. And because they lead with emotions, they make irrational decisions. Right? It's no different than the other side of the spectrum, when you look at Trump, a lot of those people are extremely uneducated. They, they they haven't graduated. They live in rural parts of the country, like Wyoming or Idaho. They don't have no general understanding of what it is to be a Democrat or a Republican, right? And they don't understand how the independent parties is. They just don't want no nigger. And I said with an ER in office and representing America as they see it. So... Those are people that have, that lead with emotion, and people like Umar and Trump. I have a question before I stop you. What's up? Why didn't Obama help him? Mm. <laughs> because Obama had his own agenda. Yeah, and we and we understand that Obama, like, I, I'm a but str- this is what I'm saying though. O- Obama, why 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 are we holding Umar? I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not holding Umar. But that's but that's but I'm saying though you <laughs> like. 
if the man's been trying to do this for over six years, Obama was in office eight years. That's what I'm saying. Eight years, and the thing is, and eight, he was pushing this. But uh, I he mean, was he was pushing this shit since Obama was in office. But that's to the, the thing. time he left out of office. Gotcha. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. Obama heard this motherfucker speak. Of course, but just like but just like you said, Obama Obama was never for the people, and and we need to we need to accept that. Obama was never for the people. And and this is just just as real as I'm gonna say it. The we, um, we had a chance to do that. The gay the gay we, we had a chance the, to get that done. That's got what, you, what got I'm you. saying though. So and it never got done. Other things got done that wasn't really fucking important. But no, but that's what I'm saying. Like it's a um, you don't want to you you don't want to upset you don't want to upset the the order of things in America. There's a there's a hierarchy that's put in place, right? And you have different minority groups that 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 are not black, right? They may include black folks, mm-hmm. but they are not black, and they're tied to specific agendas. And that's not for me to obviously. I'm not going to dig deep on that, but you know, for our listeners out there, they can do their own research and see what laws were passed from 2009 to 2017, okay. and then you can have a general understanding on what laws were passed that that didn't help black folks. Now, um, Umar touched on it slightly when he talked about um, how there were so many laws that were passed in that specific time, but we had 200 some odd laws that weren't passed, that were anti-lynching laws that would help black folks or people held accountable for lynching black folks. And there's all different type of lynchings. You're lynching, it's not necessarily... Lynching, lynching is a broad statement to say that you essentially killed the black folk in execution style, and that's just a broad thing. And like you said, we they didn't even pass the bill for the uh, what was that the Emmett Till shit? No, and that's over six years old. That's this is what I'm saying. But that's though. what I'm saying. Like you, you, you gotta. This shows that they don't give a fuck. But I mean, what do you expect? What do you expect from a country that still looks at you as three three fifths of a person? Like the Constitution says that. So it's not like it's not like it's something that's brand new. The thing is that that you get more time for killing a dog in America than killing a black person. Michael Vick sat for 18 months. So this is this is I think black folks need to understand and need to gear themselves up for whatever is to come next. Whether you need to learn hand to hand combat, whether you need to to go get gun lessons, because there's militias out there that are that are that are particularly targeting people of color and they want them gone see the thing is a country that was built on black backs never never intended for us to be here long term they didn't think we were going to mass produce the way we did they they really didn't so we're looking at okay well if we can't if we can't decommission or we can't get them out of here let's end what the black structure of the the black family looks like Right. So then you get introduced to you have Section eight. You have all these different government programs that were that that the that the Black Panthers originally started mm-hmm. in Oakland in the late in the middle of the late 60s. You had your food programs and all that stuff that was helping the black families. And it goes back to a previous episode where I talked about that segregation was probably the best thing that we had because we owned our own stuff. But now we don't own anything. Everything's integrated. But even when we had that, even when we was doing that in those times, mm-hmm. 
They still got tore down. Yeah, you're talking about Tulsa. You're talking about you. You're talking about Tulsa, Oklahoma. So like these are these, but that's what I'm saying. Like it pains me to even think about it because and, and it's it's like okay, it happened and. It's, it's, it's like it's like it's, we're still letting shit fly. But that's but that's the thing. America only understands what it was originally built on, which is violence. America only understands that. America as a total, though, they understand that. That's why when you break and 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 fuck shit up, that's why you get people like Derek Chauvin going to jail because he was he was the spark plug that initially got things going. So we look at stuff like that and we're like, wow. You know, we finally got a conviction, but it's not really a conviction. It's, it's, it's still not enough. It's not enough because, because it's the same fucking day somebody died. Exactly. Yelling blue. I thought it was matter. my taser. <laughs> right. Hmm. We can still sing these kumbaya songs. But see, and still but 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 do all of this shit. But that's the but you know like Michael Jackson said they don't give a fuck about us. But bro. but you know but you they know don't give a damn, bro. They don't care, my nigga. But that, they're gonna but, they're gonna continue to violate. They're gonna continue to 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 give us hush money. They're gonna continue to keep doing the same fucking shit. You, you know why? Over and over. You know why? Because we're gonna keep allowing it. Because we we we're extremely forgiving. We're extremely forgiving as a as a whole. Like we won't forgive somebody, and that's and and we have this conversation. We forgive the white man, but we won't fucking forgive a black person for pushing a little cousin. Or, or stepping on a or they boy's shoes, yeah. or do all of this. Like niggas is like niggas is not fucking getting it, bro. But that's but we I doing we doing a favor. But that's but that's that's the thing. Like even like down to the music. Like I told you, like even a lot of the music now, I can't even listen to it because it's so it's so volatile. And the thing is, like it's like I'm stunting on your nigga. I'ma shoot the nigga in the head. I'ma do this, and it's the op music. The music the the music because it has a good beat. Like a lot of people listen to it, but it's extremely violent, and it's not—it's not directed towards somebody that's actually doing you harm. It's somebody that looks like you, yeah. and and that music isn't bleeped out. That music isn't—it it, isn't—it's played on uh, on radio, right? Yeah, but that, you know, no, some but, of the but, shit is bleeped but, out. But but, but no, everything. but I but I'm about to. But when you say words like I've said on previous episodes, is you say anywhere like a faggot or homo. Or anything that's derogatory towards the gay community, it's stripped. It's pulled off of but all you, streaming you know, you services. Have to understand that too, which is fucking whack. They run the money. But that's. But I don't. I don't think. I, I think it's. I think it's twofold. I think it's twofold. I think. I think it's. It's so many people that, and it's not. And it's not to bash because, like, you can't help the type of person that you are and how you and and how you view your love and and that's that's cool. My thing is, I feel like if you do one for this, you have to do one for this. So, like, I feel as though, like, words like nigga shouldn't be shared on TV. And words like nigga or I'll shoot you shouldn't be shared on the radio because it infiltrates children's minds and then they grow up to do the same things that they once heard. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of these children, like you, you, you have a lot of children that that listen to TikTok. And you know what? A lot of people are gonna be like, Nah, you know what? Q, you wrong. The music's not influencing these kids. How not? How not? Like, <laughs> like, that, like they, I'm really going. Yes, I'm going with my broken English. How not? How not? A double negative. How not? How not? Because it's it's one of those things. Like, uh, it really it really pains me and hurts me. And it's like we. 
we ask we ask for simple things like being treated like a human being and it falls on deaf ears but what i'm about to sway segue into is these cookout invites this proverbial cookout invites where are these people when you're going through distress and you're struggling to deal with ptsd because that's what we're dealing with you know where they at they in the house watching the news sitting back you like Uncle Joe? Write, you probably writing them on your phone. Like Uncle Joe? Yo, why you not hitting me back? Yeah, Joe, come on. Like, man, listen, Uncle Joe, Joe Biden, however yeah, everybody, you want to every, every black person that mm. voted for Joe Biden is a, hmm. a fucking idiot, bro. He doesn't... Like, seriously, bro. How many killings happened but that's in what his I'm, last week? No, but last, that's what, The week before. And nothing has been said out of this man's fucking mouth. So since inauguration, right? And I I can go get the numbers, but there's but been you over. But passing bills. Hold on, I'm sorry, but you passing bills for the fucking Chinese. I mean, you gotta. You Come gotta, on, my nigga. But you gotta. For hate crimes. But this is niggas don't hate no Chinese. Niggas eating Chinese food every fucking day in the hood, bro. But it's to it's to protect their it's to protect their best interest, and that's and that's and again that's bro. another conversation. But I think I think more so I think more so is that I think as black folks we're extremely too forgiving. Nasty. Um, we have 400 years of hate. I'm just saying. I'm just, but my biggest <laughs> and, and and continuing. But go ahead. But no, but my biggest my biggest thing with um with the whole cookout invites, and I always say cookout invites, because these people can't do anything for you to progress you in life, but we continuously invite them to the proverbial cookout. For example, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you an example right now. Mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake. I'll use him as like the prime example. Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson at the Super Bowl, right? Early 2000s. That wasn't a wardrobe malfunction. He said it. As of recently, he said it was not a wardrobe malfunction. It was part of the routine, right? When everything transpired and he left Janet Jackson out there to dry, he could have said, hey, listen, that was part of the act. I take full accountability for this. It was wrong. Whatever you do to her, you need to do to me as well. But he's not gonna do that. What'd he say? Oh, it was a complete it was it was a complete malfunction. I didn't know what was happening. So that tarnished Janet's career for about seven to eight years. Right? She was looked at as a social pariah because of it. <coughs> because, you know, children were watching the Super Bowl, watching the Super Bowl halftime show and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and they were exposed to nudity. He could have said something. He didn't. But these are the people that you want to invite to cookouts. And that's something on a smaller scale. Right? You look at you look at people like Justin Timberlake. I mean not Justin Timberlake, but um uh Justin Bieber. Bieber. Justin Bieber, another one. Right? He plays into the emotions because he knows black people are extremely emotional. So then you throw him you throw Martin Luther King in your in your in your um in your album credits. Yeah, hey, I think Joe Button said he had a problem with that. He didn't like that. Man, listen, I just look at, I, I look I at. I, honestly, I feel the same way. Like, if you're gonna, it, if you're gonna sit here and mm-hmm. try to be us, like, you know, show love when it fucking matters. But, Speak up when it matters. But that's what I'm saying. Say something when, when it matters. matters. Bring awareness when, when it, it matters. matters. Like, but that's on. what I'm saying. Like, it's just, it's like, it's you look at, you you look at, um, these people that come into the community. They come in and they introduce themselves, being loving. Joe Biden, Joe Biden, he was part of the 94, like, crime bill. Those three strikes and you're out. 
He's part of that. He helped write that, right? So your uncle, your cousin, your your brother, your sister, any person that's had three strikes, something like they might have did something uh, like minuscule. Like it, it wasn't even a felony. It was a misdemeanor. But because they, they did three times, they sat for 20 years. You know what I'm saying? And this nigga give you $1,400 and y'all forgot all about it. He Uncle Joe now. He invited to the cookout. You this know is what it was, though? They kind of just used, used Trump. Hmm. They used they used Trump's name to get him out and get the job done. But it's uh, it's like, oh, well, we take the lesser of two evils. Yeah. And, it's, and, 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 and it shouldn't be that. It shouldn't be that. Like you shouldn't have to choose between you. Like if you shouldn't have to choose America between forgives. uh, America forgives. No, America forgives if you're white. Yeah, but I'm saying though, that's they forgive, and then you got to think about the the uh, what was that? I'm not even gonna get on topic. Continue with that. But it's a it's it's a proverbial swinging door. We we invite people in to the cookout, like mm-hmm. like um, I use another person, Post Malone. <laughs> what Post, happened to Post Malone? So Post Malone came in. He White Iverson, oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> White Iverson. He got all of us to buy in. He's playing on all the urban radios. I'm gonna yeah. say urban. Everyone watches ass. Now urban, right? <laughs> then says, oh, then says, oh, guess what? I don't do, I don't do, I don't really do black music. I just, I just do music. I don't see color lines, nigga. How do you not? He's you follow in the video, but. But that's but that's Come what I'm on, saying. You, 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 what white what white rapper Eminem is not even doing that. Eminem is not in this in this in this video on top of a car with chains and grills screaming out white Iverson. But that's but that's the that's the thing. We we invite people in. We make them feel special. We make them feel like one of us, right? Mm-hmm. But then we make op music. We make op music for people that look like us. I'm fucking your bitch. I'm killing you. I'm going through the struggle. Like I pop the perk like. It's just a it's it's a continuous negative cycle, and I'm just tired of it. I'm just extremely tired of it. And we we as a people we need to we need to hold these people the same way we go out and listen and stream their music. Like you you listen to like Justin um uh, Justin Bieber, he got that new song out with the I got my peaches out in Georgia. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I don't like that. Song. But no no but 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 what do you, what do you do? You go get the hottest R and B act, Giveon, and you get him on the track. Because that allows you to re-ingratiate yourself back into the black community and forget about all the other fuck shit you did. And that's and that's always the thing. That's always the thing. We we allow people to appropriate and and infiltrate the structure like the Kardashians. The Kardashians like a prime example. And like I can only say that I only have really one like respect for one of them. And the only thing is because of what she's doing recently. Because of uh like mass incarceration, yo Kim is going out and deciding that she's gonna go ahead and utilize her platform to help people that are disenfranchised, that can't help themselves, that can't pay for lawyer fees, and putting them in a better position to be successful in life. But we're not having that across the board. Yeah. We're not having that across the board. Niggas is taking black money, utilizing and say because we're two we're trillion dollar people. And with the, we're allowing them to take that and run with it. And then once they get the popularity, once they get all that shit, then they leave. And it, I'm sick of it. I'm so sick of it, bro. <laughs> like, like nigga could do a TikTok dance. Oh, they invited to a cookout. How? How? Help me help you. Help me understand, bro. How? How? People don't understand, uh, people don't understand the stride 
of what it is to be black in America. What it feels like. What it feels like when a motherfucker, bruh, I was driving today. Two cop cars got behind me, nigga. I started shaking. <laughs> I started shaking, <laughs> and it's not even, bro. It's it, and I, I always say my L's, everything good, bro. And I, but am I? And I'm shaking, nigga. I'm shaking. Niggas don't even know what that feels like. Yeah, because, for real. Because like, that's what. No funny shit, but like, like they don't even know the feeling. Like, bro, I don't know. It's two things. Either I'm thinking, either I'm going to die, I'm going to jail, and either one is fucked up. And that's and that's literally, bro. Like I don't, and I don't wish jail on anybody, bro. I promise you, I don't, because it's a different type of feeling, being able to being your your freedom taken away, bro, and then telling you at four thirty you wake up, you eat some slop, you can't get back under your cover. They got the AC on twenty degrees, dog. They they put it that low to make you feel uncomfortable, make you extremely uncomfortable, and tell you you can't sleep under the covers. Twenty three hour lockdown. That's a different type of feeling. But these people have the influence to speak what we can't speak because we don't speak Caucasian. That's a different language. At all. So a lot of times we don't have the opportunities to be able to go, you know what? I need you to listen to me. And no, they're not going to listen to the little black boy with the tape and the braids. No, they're not going to listen to the little black boy with the nappy locks. They're just not going to listen to them because that's not them. They don't see they don't see the stride and the things that you go through on a day-to-day basis to understand, to empathize with, okay, this person is a person versus this person is just some nigga walking down the block. And then you deal with the constant PTSD because we don't have we don't have the fortitude to have videos of us being killed taken off of the internet but if you call your friend a bench ass nigga that's getting stripped from the internet right away and that sucks because now we're at a disadvantage we have to be exposed to all this stuff we're on our phone six hours out the day because either a we're working on our phone b we're trying to escape from our day-to-day problems or c like all of the above like it's just a, it's just a continuous cycle and now it's like it's no way you can escape it. Every time I turn on my TV, it's the same shit. Every time I look at my phone, it's the same shit. So you know what I'm doing? I'm watching reruns of Family Matters because I I can't <laughs> deal with it. I can't deal with it. Nah, I definitely feel you on that shit. I really feel like a lot of people, a lot of people should speak up. Like if you fuck with the black music, if you fuck with, if you got a black friend, a black uncle, a black grandmother, you know, like just. Anybody in your family, bro, like, even if you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, even if you don't even know a black person, my nigga, <laughs> if you see something wrong, like, speak on that shit, man. But it, they look, it's like nobody want to say nothing. Because it's not affecting them directly. And I think, I think that's the general consensus. Like, black people spend their money with the Chinese. Black people spend their money. We spend our money every fucking way. Everywhere but with our own. And yeah. then but the thing is I, I think I think I think it's a and I'm learning more, is we we expect more accountability from our own because we know what we go through. So we accept a certain type of criteria from our own because we know what but we go through. But that's what I said that's what I said before. When it comes to you buying, you know, mm-hmm. fucking designer from you mm-hmm. copying some shit from a black owner like gotcha they're gonna treat you fucking pretty much different how they're gonna treat that other person most definitely because i i think it's a it, we we adopted the the same ideology that white folks have for us a lot of times like we we go into neighborhoods and i've been i've been i've been i've done that myself i've gone to neighborhoods sometimes and I fear my own people and sometimes, that, and, that's what and, I'm that, and, and and that's, I think and, and I think and I don't but I, I, think I don't some, think I do it purposely. I think some whites 
some whites probably feel the same about you know the people that stay in trailer no, parks and thank, shit. Thank and, you, but you know, I don't. But, I don't think that's. I don't think that's done purposely. But I think it's um. I think it's a coping mechanism because you might have had something transpire. Like I've been. I've literally been robbed by people that I know. Like literally, like real shit. Story time. I'm literally like, come walking on the block. This is like oh seven. I'm walking on the block. I feel something press up against my back. Yo, come up for everything. Me, I'm like, what? I'm like, what? He like, yo, come up for everything. Now he digging in my pockets. He digging in my pockets. He taking the money out, taking my phones, all that stuff. And I'm like, I'm literally like shaking, bro. Because I'm like, dang, this might be it. This is the only one. I'm 21 years old, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this going to be it. This is the joint. This, this, I'm about to see God. Another nigga slid up on the side of him. Yo, come up with... Yo, crap. Yo, Q, that's you? Yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, that's my man. Yo, give him back. Give him back everything. That's my man's. That's my man's. And, bro, I'm like... And I'm literally like... Bro, I'm shaking. I'm like... And I'm like, yo, bro, I'm going through it. And the thing is, like... But that... What that does, it it installs... It installs these, these, these feelings of, like, anxiety when you go into these different areas... With people that look like you, and then like you have to you have to unlearn those bad behaviors because you don't want to treat your people like people already treat your people. If that makes sense, you know what I'm saying. So you want to give them the benefit of the doubt, and I don't think we give ourselves the benefit of the doubt. We don't. We don't because we already assume like like. Don't get me wrong. There's times I go in the spots and I be like, man, listen, these niggas on some shit. I gotta go. Like I can see it's about to happen before it's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? But there's other times where the the environment's not even calling for that and I might be on edge because of a, a previous situation. Yeah. So a lot of times it's like, you know, let me take a step back. How would I feel if I walked into this situation and I was on the other side of the wall? I have to be able to treat them how they would treat me and vice versa. And how would I feel if they treated me like a criminal out the, out the door? So I have to think like that. I say this, like, even when I'm driving through other hoods, like, I don't ever really feel like, I don't know, maybe I'm just, I feel like I'm a man on fire. (laughs) 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 But, yo, like, I don't, I never feel nowhere. I could be, yo, bro, I done been in every type of hood, every type of hood you could think of. Got you. Niggas showing love, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just what it is. Like, you you can't walk around. Like, nobody can never walk around they people and feel uncomfortable. And that's... Because then that means you got to question yourself. Boom. It, you start to question the legitimacy of who you are. Yeah. And, and if you if you belong within that. So, yeah. I think I think we're supposed to hold each other to a specific type of um accountability. But secondly, I feel as though, I feel like you're pussy if you shoot motherfuckers that are like you. That oh, most definitely. I, I really feel like that when there's when there's a, a real opposition. So put the guns down. That's what man. I'm saying. Shoot, it, shoot the face. That's huh? what I'm saying. If you have a, you have real oppositions, like I, I might I might I might have sprung this on you, but op is short for opposition, <laughs> right? Oh so yeah, yeah, they, yeah. A lot of them don't know that. They just saying ops. They don't know op. But you have real oppositions out there. People that are extremely like diligent and 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 have militarized to to come down and break you down and and preying on your downfall right so we need to understand we need to strategize and be able to counteract 
a lot of these things that's going to happen because it's the inevitable. Mm-hmm. It's the inevitable. We have to put ourselves in a better position to be successful. But the only way you do that is if you put the guns down and stop killing people that look like you and start protecting people that look like you. Yeah, man. Cut the nonsense out, man. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a it, it's it's a perpetual cycle that continues over and over and over again. And me, personally, I'm sick of seeing it. And then I, I want to leave some type of world where my daughter feels safe to be around no matter what type of black person there is be around them and feel comfortable whether he's a doctor whether you know what i'm saying maybe he's a pharmacist it doesn't matter like she can feel comfortable in any setting because she knows that they're not going to bring any type of harm to her and that's i think we haven't elevated to that mindset where we care enough about the person that looks like us to the point that we'll protect them at any cost. We haven't gotten to that point because we still are too busy stunting on each other, which is <laughs> which is asinine to me because I don't I I truly can't I can't think about like coming out the door and be like, "Man, listen, I'm about to stunt on these hoes. I'm about to make these niggas understand, nigga. I'm that motherfucking nigga." And for me, it's like <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. Do your thing. Like you feel me? Like well, that's what I'm saying. You got them type of people that you gotta understand them too. <laughs> you gotta understand them, man. Like when you were saying the thing about your daughter and her feeling comfortable, I feel like she should be comfortable around trap niggas. She should be comfortable around niggas, but, niggas that got a UPS job that live in a, a different neighborhood than the doctor mm-hmm. and the, you know the dentists and all them people. I think she should be comfortable around any type, any type but of I, people. You I, know I, what I'm mean? saying? Like I really like country people, mm-hmm. New York people, people that mm-hmm. live in Tennessee, got California. You. Everybody got their own way their of own, own way of you know going about it. But the thing is, twofold. It has to be able. They have to be able to create an environment where she feels safe. I don't think a lot of times we create environments that we we're so careless about other people's plight or we we look at as like like you said, uh, like like I said earlier, it's about the opposition. And I might have a problem with a, a dude from a block over and it might not be about nothing. It but instead of nothing. but instead of having a conversation with that person, I much rather take his life yeah, or and take that, somebody else's life, else life to do, do with it. it. And that's the thing. I, I, I don't think. People people think that self preservation is strictly about self, but in my perspective, I think self preservation is for yourself and all that look like you. And we don't think of it as a it's a it's a it's, it's more so of a village thing. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't preserve life amongst each other, and that scares me because you're telling me that if I have if I have a, a disagreement with you. And it might be verbal. That can end my life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Versus. They had a video. My bad. Not to cut you. They mm-hmm. had a video that I seen. A dude said he didn't smoke weed or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And the other guy was like, you know what I'm saying? Like he was actually wanted to buy some weed. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker had his toolie on him and shit. Bust off at him in the, in the gas station. Wow. Over just conversation. This nigga said, you want to die? He was saying, he said, ain't nobody, like, wasn't nobody trying to rob you or nothing. He said, nobody gonna rob me. He pulled out his gun and just let off. See? You ain't see that? 
I don't. I, I don't. Yo, I, and there was people like I don't. I don't. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't participate in trauma. About, I don't participate in trauma. Weed, bro. Like somebody, he said he didn't want to cop the bus. Son said. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody gonna rob me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Wow. And then he was like, yo, ain't, ain't nobody gonna rob me. You know what I mean? Pulled out his hand and said, you want, you want to die today? And wow. just shot and just he hit him. Wow. But this is the first time I'm hearing of that. Yo. You know what I'm saying? But like, yo. like. Yo, the, I could the, not believe it, bro. But, I was like, yo. I was like, yo, he really shot. He really shot off of him because he was like, ain't nobody going. Nobody said nobody was going to rob you. Like, gotcha. mean, like, ain't nobody going. But that's rob what I'm you. saying. Like, it, it's 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 it goes back to what we said on previous episodes. Is it's pussy and pride, and that's not not the pussy aspect of it, but the pride aspect of it. Had that man lose his life for something? No, but he didn't die. Though. He got. He just got hit. He but got that. Hit up. But he that's. But but he shot with the intent to kill. Yeah, he def most definitely. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that scares me because. You felt like my life wasn't worth two words. And that's just how people, yo, niggas be on demon time out here, bro. But that's, what, like, when you did gotta it, remember, You got to remember these environments that they grew up in and every day, like, I, they seeing, they death. seeing death. But that's, but that's, but that's they the seeing, thing. They seeing bodies drop over a verbal conversation. Got you. So it's, it's do or die. You but, feel me? And but it you know shouldn't they, be like that. You, you know what I mean? It shouldn't be like that. Got like, you. Got a lot you. of people just, some people just can't handle that. Some people might feel cornered. He probably, like you said earlier, might have had a situation to where, like, you know, something like that happened in the past. Mm. And you don't know what kind of day this nigga was happening. He was just got ready you. to go off. And that's, I I think that scares me a lot because I might, I might agree to disagree with you. And now my life is no more. I, you don't feel like my life was worth having a, a real conversation yeah. and saying hey listen you know i don't agree with you but i still love you you know what i'm saying like i just I, I love all of my people i might not agree with them but i love them all you know what i'm saying i, I can honestly say Girl, that i love agree with umar man I, no 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 umar umar is a uh umar is a different conversation and when, umar, when i man. when honestly when i have that honest one-on-one conversation with umar Yo, I, I am yo, gonna let everybody yo, please know. Please let me I know when you to let talk everybody to this know. When I when I finally talk to Umar and I really have that conversation, it is going to be epic because I'm gonna come back on this platform. I'm stand by what I said, but I might have a better understanding because that's that's all I that's all I yearn for. See the knowledge the, the knowledge that that man has obtained because there's things that he's seen that I may have not seen. Yeah. So. I'm only looking to obtain knowledge so I can better educate the people that are around me so that they can go forth in their path in life and be better and vice versa. So maybe he might educate me on things and then I can give him insight on what I'm seeing and we can utilize that to become better people as a whole. Yeah. But I'm not going to sit there and, and, and get on my soapbox. And, I'm, just, and, I'm just saying, man, we got to stay together. When we separate, we make them stronger. Of course. I mean, I think I think just like everything else in life, I think compartmentalization works because what you do is you 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 take something that is completely cluttered, you you compartmentalize and once you compartmentalize it, then you can kind of attack things as needed from most invasive to least invasive. And then you're able to 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 bring it back together as a full form and then you're able to move forward. The thing is a lot of times a lot of our thoughts we don't iron it out. So we just like we're just going forward with our thoughts instead of taking the thoughts apart and asking the why behind things. 
we never pretty much asked the why like you know and i think i think as children as children and 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 watching children grow we the children always ask why because they genuinely curious on why things work the way they do as adults we lose that insight and we say hey listen don't the why is because it needs to be done versus asking okay why is this like this and how do we get better from this so the only way we get better is asking the why behind things yeah let me know when you talk to him man because <laughs> i need to know what the hell this shit was about and if you could get him on the pod you know what i mean, I mean or even even if a recording or something like man, listen shooting, I, you know, I i i feel as though shooting that message i i, to the people, I, I, I man, feel like letting people know like yo we gotta stay we gotta stay together <laughs> man that unity we need that man I, I feel like our sir i feel like our services um we control the world man i, I feel like i feel like we provide a service every dollar we spend man we control the world man i'm telling you it can happen <laughs> we'll be on man all right so you know we can go ahead and close up that segment um <laughs> so i don't know if you guys are aware but um wade robson um michael jackson's understudy for um quite a few years i still had to remember who the hell this guy was so if you're not familiar then i remember <laughs> i was like oh the nigga that was on mtv a couple years ago the nigga that was doing it wasn't, the dance it, show. it wasn't it wasn't a couple years ago it was about 18 years ago yeah. That was like 12 years ago. No, no, it so wasn't. 13, 6, like, I, no. I, 15, 15 years ago, no. 16 uh, years ago. The way Robinson experience was six, probably like, like 2002. Two, like six, like, that was like 16 years but, ago, But um, right? I'm not going to give this too much attention because <laughs> uh, he out here chucking a job and he's still trying to, how are you trying to sue a dead man? Let's start there. So, all right, so Wade Robinson has taken another loss against Michael Jackson's companies. A California court has once again thrown out the sexual abuse lawsuit but he says he's fighting the decision. Judge Mark A. Young ruled in favor of MJJ Productions and MJJ Ventures Monday, dismissing Robinson's sexual abuse lawsuit on summary judgment. Something Robinson had refiled in 2020 after California opened the door for alleged victims of sexual abuse with years old claim. OK, so I'm going to start right there. Yeah, he's a weirdo. So. <laughs> okay, he's <It's>, a weirdo. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm I'm keep this whole. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep a whole stat. <laughs> Nigga, say it to my face. How about that? Nigga, say it to my face. Why you ain't say this? Why you ain't had this energy when this man's alive? Because they never have the energy. When man, listen, you made to this. You can never approach Mike Jackson and say that's what Yo. I'm saying. Like they had to, they had to throw people on to say like he did shit. Mike ain't touched nobody. So, so check this out. For a very long time, I was like, Yo, Mike's a weirdo. Mike probably. And then as I start to get older, one, first of all, Mike's a Muslim brother, so I'm not I would never go against him. That's one. Two, how is the feds of fucking investing you for uh, in investigating you for ten years and they get nothing on you? When the feds come, and this is this is what I need y'all to understand. When the feds come, <laughs> going for every it's, f- <laughs> it's going a, for everything. <laughs> it's an airtight fucking case, bro. <laughs> there is no way that you could do anything and the feds be like the feds come to you and say, yo, you know what? We didn't find nothing. There is no way. So I think that this is just another money grab, honestly. Um, he's been trying to grab his money since he passed away. He said this shit got dismissed, man. But that's what I'm saying. This like, shit and, is out of the window, man. He's but a he's fucking re- clown. But he's refiling. And then, but. He's broke. 
Boom. That's what it is. Secondly, I don't know if you're familiar, but a couple years ago, um, Oprah produced the the uh, Neverland uh, documentary, which Ray well, Wade Robson had took place in, and basically said he touched him and he did all these um, <laughs> egregious things to him allegedly. Oh, so like, my thing is with, mic, but this is what I'm saying: you tarnish a man that is that that's been dead for 12 years, right? And you keep trying to press these these production companies and his estate to pay you out. They're not gonna pay you. Just let it go, bro. Like it's it like you need to let it go. And and, and that's and and I'm not trying to be insensitive to people of sexual abuse because there's people out there that have been sexually abused and they don't get the justice that they necessarily need. But in this particular case, bro, like my man, stop. Like for what? What are you getting out of the deal? Like you're sitting here, you're putting yourself out on front street. Nobody's gonna want to work with you because you're trying to go against a dead man. Like. Yeah, he gotta let that shit go. Man. He, he has gotta, to. He, he has to let that shit he go. He has to. For what? Like, what do you like? I'm thinking like, okay, maybe at first I'm like, maybe you know, uh, you know. But then I think about it more and more. I'm like, and and this is my perspective on things. Like, if he really did that to you, while he was alive, why didn't you speak up? You said he would. You idolized him. He did everything in his power to make sure that you were comfortable and made sure that. He took you on tour, and then for you to sit there and go against what he stood for when he passed away is crazy to me. It's crazy. And that man doesn't deserve it. I'm not surprised that he tried to do that shit, though. And and there's there's a lot of monsters out there. The crazy part is that, like, even when he did that show, he was talking about he, he idolized Michael Jackson. He was praising this man, so... If you felt this way about him so bad, like, why the fuck did you do all of that? You know what I mean? He was studying all his moves and shit. Like, come on. But that's the thing. He's I, a character. He, like I said, he's broke. He's trying to get some money in his pocket. Fuck him. But uh, what is it? Uh, you know how the saying goes, idols become your rivals. And that's just what it is. He's a rival now that he's six feet in the ground. So, for me, like, I just think is that he needs to let that go. If there is some type of pain or trauma there, seek help. And I let me emphasize on that. Seek help, Wade. You need some fucking help. I'm nigga need to get punched in his face. <laughs> nigga said, I got some motherfucking help for you. I got this, <laughs> got this motherfucking get, fist. He need to get punched in his face. Get the fuck out I just, of here. I mean, I, I think, I think, I he think. He should have opened up a damn studio and, and kept it going. He probably think, got coked up. <laughs> but that's what I think. I think because like, th- he's had he's had many he has many adventures. Um, he he had many things that he had going for him. I mean, obviously he was a choreographer for the first You Got Served movie, so he 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 had that. He had his own TV show. Then you know things start to dry up for him, and then allegedly you know Michael Jackson touched him. You know you know I think start to die out because all that breakdancing shit was dead. Breaking. Don't do that. It was dead. Come on, be honest. Like honestly, yeah, you had, you had it, you had it, you had the time. Breaking another dance. Even the Harlem Shake and all these other dances niggas was doing. Bro, I can show you. I can show like, you at least six competitions on, right now that I'm, you can make a hundred thousand a year though, dancing. But I'm saying, though, I'm saying at the time when it, when when dancing was the thing to do, and Amarion and these guys were coming out, you know, the You Got Served movie and Chris Brown and because it's not that, his moves and shit I, like. I, that was the thing to do. I, like I everybody think, was dancing with the baggy jeans and shit, long t-shirts. <laughs> First of all, so check this out. I think because it's not in the forefront of things that people assume that dancing is dead. TikTok is like the prime example. No, of like that's what not real is. dancing. That's not dancing. 
They're not dancing. They're doing a, a little couple moves for a second. Choreo- so choreography, a, choreography, on. choreography. That's what they do. Nigga, not that little dancing. That's not a choreo. That's not. A so choreo- anything that's that anything that's choreographed, anything that's practiced over and over is I'm considered not, choreography. I'm not, I'm not calling that. I'm, I'm sorry. It's, cor- it's choreographed. It's, that's it's choreographed. Not, it's not. Like you can choreograph a it's fight. Not. You can choreograph it's, it's dancing. Not. It's, it's not. Here you go with the fuck <laughs> shit. Here you go with the fucking fuck shit. What I'm saying to you is, it's choreographed <laughs> dancing. If people are aligned and doing the same exact dance, it's considered choreographed dancing. Nonetheless, I think Wade Robinson's a fucking fool. He's an idiot. He needs to let go of whatever he has, whatever personal vendetta that he has going on with Michael. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, Wade. He's a dick. Get him out of here. Next. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, we are at the segment. We are at one of my favorite segments of the show. Um, It's Quick Flex time. Quick Flex. <laughs> Obviously, if you haven't been listened to the podcast as of recently, um, Quick Flex is uh, when I ask Ty a specific question. World's famous. <laughs> and he gives me his honest opinion. So. Have I ever lied? <laughs> so my question is, all right, so my question today is, if you were a Uber driver and someone accosted you while you were driving them to their destination, what would you do? I got a story to tell. <laughs> I got a story to tell. This is a true story, y'all. So tell to me. Um, This was when I was doing Uber. That's why I fucking stopped doing Uber. <laughs> fucking crazy ass people. So, yo, I was in Charlotte, right? Mm-hmm. And yo, something told me, yo, do not take this fucking ride. Like, something, I'm like, I'm money hungry. I'm out here just, yo, I'm like, I'm getting it. Like, yo, I'm gonna pick up this white girl, right? Over, I was on a university side. <laughs> okay, continue. University side, Charlotte, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, pick her up or whatever. Some white dude, I'm at some hotel shit or whatever. Some white dude mm-hmm. and her, they come to the car and shit. He's like, yo, bro, yo. Can you please get her home safe, man? Can you get... I'm like, for what? He's like, yo. Yo, she's fucked up. I'm just like, all right, whatever. All right, cool. So she's in the car. Eh, like, don't leave me. Don't leave me. I'm like, yo, all right, whatever. Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Long story short, she gets in the car. We, I get to the gas station. I put some gas in my car. Mm-hmm. Now, the whole time, mind you, she's in my car, like, crying, right? When I start the keys and drive off and get to her crib, probably yeah. like 15 minutes. She got a whole different personality, bro. What? Whole different personality. She's no. like, yeah. So, uh, how long you been doing Uber? Like, you know, <laughs> how long you been doing this? And how long? You, I'm like, yo, like, she's like, oh, I don't sit in the back seat. Yo, this bitch hops no. out of the chair into my front seat. I said, yo, what the fuck is you doing? Like, she's like, yo, relax. I'm like, yo, yo, let me doing that shit while I'm driving. What the fuck is you doing? Like, she was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, right? So. She starts chatting at the mouth and shit or whatever the case may mm-hmm. be. She's like, yeah, you know, I don't, I'm just so fucking horny. Like, yo, I'm, I'm like, yo, real, yo, no bullshit. I can never make this shit the fuck up, bro. Never. I only told a few people about this shit, my nigga. Well, you told yo, hundreds. Yo, yo, bro. Yo. So we driving this shit, almost getting to her crib. Mind you, she lived over there by that ballpark we had went to. Mm-hmm. So... We, we, we get over there and show. I'm driving. I'm on 77. She started like, oh, you ever fuck with a white girl before? You no, ever do that? Yo, bro. She didn't do that. Bro, bro. 
So what you do? So the night of this shit, my nigga, I'm just like, yo, I'm good on all of that. Like, you know what I mean? Mind you, she had a cool sore on her lip. Like, she had some, yo, yo, bro. She, and then she just finished telling me how she was sick, but she not sick. So she was trying to offer to give me some neck, bro. Like, oh, wow. Bro, yo, stop playing with me, man. I mean, everybody stop, can use a mouth hug. Nah, I told y'all I do not fuck with bunnies. <laughs> Only sisters with my right hand in the air, nigga. I already told you this shit. But anyway, yo, so I start denying her, whatever and shit, right? <laughs> yo, I start denying her and shit, bro. Yo, she started grabbing on me and shit. Yo, no. she almost popped my chain, bro. So, she so yo, when you? she grabbed me, I was yo, get the fuck off me, like yo, I dead yoked her. She's like, yo, yo, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I said, yo, do she not you. put your hands on me, bro. She, she said, yo, I'm part. drunk, I'm drunk. I said, yo, I don't give a fuck what you are. Do not put your hands on me. Oh, yo, we get, to the, we get to her crib finally. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, you want to come upstairs? I was like, yo, bro, get out of my car. I was like, you know what? Yeah, let's go upstairs, right? Let's go upstairs, right? I never, I, I let her get out the car. Zoom. Yeah. Yo, I call up, I call up fucking Uber, my nigga. These niggas never got back to you. Did anything? I mean, I think, I think with Uber and what what you're seeing more and more of is Uber is is driven by the shareholders and the customer is the number one priority. So when we have things like what transpired in Florida over the weekend, where the young Uber driver was accosted by um by the passenger. So if you're not familiar, you could probably look it up. Um, I don't know the gentleman's name, but um, he was driving. Uh, he was driving a nurse home at the time. Yeah, his name was Kevin or some shit. Yeah, yeah, I can't Kevin remember. I don't know. Shit. But he was driving. So he's driving the um, the Uber lady. Uh, well, not the Uber lady, but the uh, passenger home. Um, and then she woke up in a frantic rage and she started to choke him. As she's choking him, she's biting his neck and she bit skin. She broke skin. Oh, she broke skin. She broke skin. I didn't hear that part. Yeah, so she broke skin. So um, he uh, contacted Uber, and he's still waiting for a response. He's never gonna get one. And that's and and I think never gonna get, <coughs> never gonna get. Because I didn't get one, he's definitely not getting but, one. If uh, he is, I'm pressing charges, bro. But that's the thing they they protect they protect their customers more than they protect their drivers. And when you have companies like that that are that are particularly driven by shareholders, you have to be extremely careful because they don't have your best interest at heart. But they'll, but they'll deactivate your account yeah, immediately. Deactivate you, and then and you call it up like, "Yo, why I can't log in?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, because uh, this particular customer yeah, said that. Yeah, and that's, this, exa- this and that's exactly what happened to me. Fucking faggots. Fuck Uber. All right, so got another question. Quick flex. Um, do you think it is appropriate for your significant other to have the passcode to your phone? <laughs> so all right so yeah, so give me your rebuttal why so give me your rebuttal why it's my privacy it's my this is my zone this is mine you don't pay this bill <laughs> you don't know what even phone plan i got got you but i'm saying all right cool you're you're in a committed relationship you've been with that person for an x amount of time it don't matter so they can't have the passcode to your phone no i don't have the passcode to their phone touche but what if Why do I need to be in your phone? So I could be upset? No. I'm not an insecure motherfucker. I don't need to be in your phone. You don't do not need to be in my phone. And I'm heavily on that shit. And I'm going to keep speaking that shit. Stay out of my phone. I won't go in your phone. Wow. Simple. I mean, like, 
That's how you keep a relationship. No, no, no. But that's you I, stay I think, over I there. Agree. I stay over here. I, I agree. But I think I think with with the phone aspect because I think a lot of women are hung up on that. <coughs> but I think a lot of women are hung up Excuse on. Excuse you. Thank you. Yeah. But I think a lot of women are hung up on um, having the passcode to a phone because they feel as though that once they have the passcode to the phone, they essentially have a passcode to your life. Yeah, them motherfuckers feel like Thanos. <laughs> Nigga said all oh. six, all six Infinity Stones. <laughs> but no, I, I really feel, I really feel like um, when it comes to like privacy and and longevity, I'm a strong believer of like, what do you? I'll give a person the passcode to my phone one time, and I've done that with every female I've ever dated. I'll tell them my passcode one time. They only get it once. Now, if you get it that one time and you can't remember it. That's not on me. That's on you. I'm not gonna continue giving. Cause guess what? It never dawned on me to be like, let me go ahead and use your phone. But what am I? That's my whole point. Why am I in your phone? Why? I think, I think my phone could do the same shit think, your phone could. Exactly. Do. You got an iPhone just like me. But I think I think it's a I think it's a security thing. I think it's uh, I think a lot of women feel as though like if you don't give me the passcode to your phone or if you turn your phone over, I when don't I'm, trust you. <laughs> You, you're you're nothing to me. But that's a, but I think I think here, I think bro. it breeds insecurity for the simple fact that they feel like if you don't hand over whatever's going on with you, then it's some type of issue. <laughs> it's some type of issue. Yo, I look at this shit as a joke. But that's a but I, I really think, do because it's it don't make no sense to why. Should I should I know your your, your bank card number? Should I, think, I know how much money's in your all right, account? So when you get married, should do you I, feel like do you feel like they should have it then? No. But marriage creates a unity between you and that person. Yeah, the family, the money, so that's the assets. When you, so the assets and everything come combined, but the asterisk is next to the phone. If you married me, mm-hmm. you should not be in my phone. Touche. If you married me, if you got there and, and you told God this is what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do for the rest of my I'm life. I'm gonna do for the rest of my life. Why should you be in my phone? Got you. Like just real shit. What's the point of that? True. I agree. All of that shit is drama. It. I think. It's I, drama. I think it breeds drama because it creates insecurities that are there that yes. are, that, that that are not necessarily How there. How could but you, there. Jonathan? But that's <laughs> but that's the thing. I think I think even and anything is the like I've dealt with this myself and understanding that. <clears throat> I've had women have access to my phone, and I might not said nothing, but somebody said something to me that was inappropriate, and I didn't respond, or I didn't check them right then and there, and because of that, it cost me a relationship, and it was just like, well, you didn't address the fact that you were in a relationship, and you didn't do this, this, and Guess that. Guess what? Is she here now? No, she is not. But that, but that's I think I think it, it makes room for the people that's supposed to be in your life. Bro, if you married me, if she if she married, uh-huh. she married me. You don't need to be in my phone. You already know what I'm about. You already know what I'm about. Copy. Okay. What do you? All right. Last quick flex question. What do you deem to be unforgivable? Something that will take you off the edge to the point as though there's no coming back. You can't. You can't reverse. There's not going to be anything that you could possibly do to change the dynamic between you and I. Since we always do a change up, I'm gonna let you answer this one. <laughs> Unforgivable. Cause you got you got you got more to know than I do, honestly. I I don't I don't think <clears throat> so. For me, 
I, that's really that's really a tough one for me because I don't think <laughs> I don't think uh I don't think there's a there's a simple I think stealing from me. I think it's probably like the the number one go to. The number one? Yeah. Stealing from me. Um I'll I'll forgive you but I I can't fuck with you no more. And the thing is I mm. it's like I I'll, I'll forgive you in a heartbeat. Like you cool, you you good, but you're not allowed to come in my circle. We can't have those same type of conversations no more. The the trust has been broken. So like my 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 general consensus is like, well, you know, I'm gonna always love you in a way that you know, a brother may love a brother or a sister may love a brother or vice versa. But as far as like being in my immediate circle and then getting to know me from a different aspect, you can't because I feel like that trust has been broken. And you show me that an asset is more worth more than a relationship with me. Mm-hmm. Like and I feel like my relationships are very I think the relationships that I have with people at this point in my life are are, are very solid. So like I, it's either I look at you as a brother, I look at you as a sister. So the same way that I would love my blood brother is the same way I would love you. So there's no, there's no. Well, people get that mixed up too. What? When they see what you just said. Nah, I don't. I don't have a sliding scale. So like me, like I don't. No, but other people would have that scale no, for you. Got you. No, 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 and no. And no. tell you, hey, how could you feel the way? That's not even your real this. That's not no, even no. Your real so that. your family, your family is what you dictate and determine exactly who is your family. Like people, people assume that because you you had you share the same blood that you're family. That doesn't necessarily mean you family. Family is the people that constantly make sure that you're okay. The people that make sure that your mental stability is good. That make sure that you're financially stable and there's anything and everything that you may need. But mainly making sure your mental is good, because if your mental is good, everything else in your life will kind of fall in place. My my situation is I I I've always been a loyal person. It's just that I I was extremely misled on who I should be loyal to. Mm, okay. So the dynamics in my life has changed quite a bit because now it's like okay, you have to show me a level of consistency before I can say hey I love you like that. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I will. The thing is I love all of my black and brown people. That's 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 a given. But to love you to the extent that I would I would give my last or I would extend my house to you that or I would extend my resources to you. That's a different type of love, because I, I understand that those those type of uh, those kind of those kind of those tides and those things that you give to that person. Those are things that you can't get back. And your time is extremely valuable because it's a piece of your life so the time that i give you is 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 irreplaceable there's not a price there's not a price point on that so because there's not a price point on that if i give you 20 minutes or i give you 30 minutes that's a piece of my life that can't be measured so because of that i i I, i'm very i'm very selective (laughs) on i'm very selective on who i spend my time with so like if you if you call me and i talk to you for an hour that that's a sense of currency to me that's currency to me. It may it, it may not be five ten dollars you may need, but I might be giving you a word or I might be giving you a, a honest opinion because my my opinions. See the thing is, if I lie to you, I probably don't care about you. But if I tell you the truth, I probably love the fuck out you. You know what I'm saying? I lie to you, and that's that's some real shit. Jody said that shit, and this shit is like people be like, oh, I don't I don't get it. He go, I lie to these hoes, but I tell you the truth. That's yeah. the realest that's the realest statement in the world because if I lie to you. Whatever transpires from that lie, I don't care. Honestly, yeah. But if I tell you the truth, if I tell you, look, and I've told I, I've told women that I've laid in the bed with, look, I love you. 
I don't like you today, but I do love you. I love you. And I, I really mean that shit. But I might not like you today. And that's okay. That's okay to feel that way. People people always put, put so much emphasis and so much pressure on on making sure that you love them every single day or making sure, like, I don't have to tell you every single day that I love you to know that I love you. You know what I'm saying? That time that I give you shows you that I love you. Because the thing is, we make time for the things that's, that's the most important to us. You know what I'm saying? Like, people that put value on time are a different type of people. People that put time and put currency on time are is a different type of person. So, like, you telling me that if I give you $100,000, I can buy your time, then your time is worthless because, yeah. guess what? Those are nothing but promissory notes. Those are not even real money. No real money has been printed since the 1930s. And that's that's a fact. You can go look that up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you telling me you can give me $100,000 $100, in promissory notes and telling me that this is how much your time is worth. And you spend whatever amount of time is and you, you give me access to your body or you give me access to your mind and you give me access to this. It's worthless versus these times, these elements, these pieces, these points, these things that I might give you knowledge that I might not have even given my brother yet. You know what I'm saying? And these are the things that are more prevalent and important to me because these are jewels that I keep dear to my heart. So I can't allow everybody to to share that essence, that room, that that spectrum with me. There's only a certain amount of people that can sit with me. If I if I have a table for four, I'm going to always keep one open. The reason why is because there's going to always be somebody rotating. Mm. It's just that simple. Mm. So look. <laughs> Now I'm going to change it all up. What's up? I'm going to take it to, like, how we did last one. What's up? How we did artists. <laughs> okay. I'm going to take it to sports. Sports. Okay. Give me a... What is it? So, so... Give me a... Game 7. Game 7. NBA Finals. Okay. Old or new? I give you a 5. Do I give you 5? Give, stri- give me a 5. I can give you five players, or I do I do I give you a closer? You give me a five, uh-huh. and you also give me a six man. <laughs> okay, game seven, five players, and a six man. Dang, do do I get to keep Kobe and Jordan, or they are excluding them because that makes it too easy? You can do whatever you want. Okay. Um. There's not enough people to share the ball, so I need a lockdown. Um, you gotta start with PGs first. Point guards. Point guards. Okay. Um, I'm gonna roll with. And they have to be a point guard. Gary Payton. Why Gary Payton? Gary Payton's a lockdown. He's a two-way player, so he locks you down. Um, whoever's your opposing guard, I don't necessarily need a score at the point guard position. Um, if All right, two guard. Um, I don't necessarily need him as a closer, but I'll go with Kobe. I won't go with Jordan. Kobe, Kobe, rookie season. I would say Kobe. Kobe no matter of fact, Kobe first championship season, second championship. Nah, I would go Kobe. Um, we'll say Kobe oh seven. Kobe oh seven. Oh seven, Kobe. So you going with uh? No, eight. actually, actually. 06 Kobe. Uh, yeah, fix 06 that. Kobe. <laughs> so we'll go 06 Kobe. Um cuz that's a different energy. Yeah. Um my 3 um I say Scottie Pippen. Another lockdown. Okay. But he also scores. Got you. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, we had uh, power forwards. Um, Tim Duncan, Mr. Fundamental. Mm. The uh, mm. that's that's all I need. Um, and then at my five, I'll go Hakeem the Dream, Elijah one. Hakeem the Dream. And uh, the only reason why I'm giving, uh, I want to give you a wide spectrum. So I have three scores. I have no, I actually have four. And then I have a lockdown, and then off the bench, I can I can go with so many different players. Um, I'm gonna have fun with it. <laughs> six man. <laughs> yeah, this is my six man. Okay. Um, I can go with the greatest six man ever, but I don't even think I'm going to do that. Who's the greatest six man ever? Mono Ginobili. Fuck. But I, I'm not going to go with him. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, 06, 07, Ben Gordon. Mm. <laughs> so um, that he was averaging, uh, in that playoffs, he was averaging 32 points a game. Ben fucking Gordon. Yeah. So um, I would I would, Yo, I would rock him. Y'all know about Ben Gordon. 06, Do your motherfucking history. Mount Vernon's favorite. And that's what I'm saying. So I would probably go with that. Um... Um, uh, what city will we probably play out of? I'll probably say we'll be New York Knicks. We'll we'll rock with the New York that's Knicks. That's the team. Yeah, got you. That's your my team. Yeah, that's my <laughs> that's my that's my official my team. So um, it's my turn. so actually we'll call this we'll we'll call this segment we'll we'll we'll, we'll name the segment uh, my select. Okay. So we'll call it my select. Um, and my select will essentially every week we'll go over different categories from music, sports. We can do that. Um, uh, movies, and we call it my select. And my select will essentially break down best efforts. There you go. Got you. Look at me. That, <laughs> so now your heart's beating. Now your heart's beating. So Let's who's your go, my select? Man. My my select. I got you. <clears throat> PG. Point guard. Yes. I got. This this going this going it's a curveball right here. <laughs> Who you going with? I got. I got Nick Van Axel. Oh, yeah. okay. Are you talking about uh, Young Nick when he played for uh, I, I, Lakers? I, I got, yeah, I got, I got Young Nick. Okay, so Young Nick, Kobe's rookie season. Go ahead. Uh, Kobe? He's Kobe's rookie season. He's oh no, 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 no! I think he's going. Uh, no, no, that's going a, shooting guard. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. He's he, he played during Kobe's oh, yeah, rookie yeah, yeah, season. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like he was, he was the yeah, primary ball handler. Um, I'm going. Uh, you already know my shooting guard. Who Jordan? Hell no. Oh, uh, who? Nigga. You can't take Kobe. Kobe. Yes, you can't, I can say I took I could Kobe say, already. I could say Kobe. I could say Kobe. Uh, two thousand. I could say early, early two thousand. Oh, Kobe. Ball hog. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> with the afro, you know, mm-hmm. I gotta have Kobe. I gotta have the mama. Oh, with the with the with the block. You know, uh, I gotta have the, the mama. Sneakers. Go ahead. All right, my small four. You already know. Oh, LeBron James. LeBron James, LeBron baby. James. Well, LeBron James LeBron, and uh, Scotty cancel each no, other. Out. I got LeBron James right now. LeBron James right now? LeBron James right now. I would take LeBron in uh, no, Cleveland. I, I don't want LeBron, LeBron in Cleveland. Cleveland. He's a lot LeBron. better. No. Okay, go ahead. Stats show different, baby. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, follow. Okay, I'm sorry. He's, his stats don't sound that great right now. He's sitting on the bench. Um, guess what? <laughs> we, we winning that championship, though. <coughs> don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that, sweetheart. No, don't worry about that. <laughs> My power forward. Yeah, see, I left. I left a lot to my be. My power uh, forward. I'm going with. I'm going with uh, Charles. 
Mm, the round bound I'm rebound. Going with got you. Are we talking? Uh, I'm talking Rockies. Rockies. I'm talking Rockies. Oh, he's terrible. I'm talking Rockies. He's terrible. I'm talking Rockies. We can pull the stats up. He's terrible. I'm talking Rockies. Oh, he's nasty. I'm talking when he was throwing bowls. That's what oh, that's, I need. That's crazy. I'm, that's I'm crazy. talking. He, matter of fact, you, you want me to take him out? He, he I could take him out. He sucked on me. I could take him out. He's always injured too. I could take him out. I would definitely go with uh. I would Philly go. Days. I don't know. I would go with Rodman. Are you talking? Uh, are you talking about Lakers, Rodman? No, Chicago. Chicago. I would have went San Antonio, but no. go ahead. I but probably would have went Detroit too, but no. San Antonio. I, I, I'd rather take. I'd rather wow. take Chicago. That's where he got his numbers at. You feel he me? Really my my all time center, all time center. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go with. Uh, Who is it? I go with Walt. Wilt. Wilt. Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah. Okay, Mister Hundred. Mm-hmm. Okay. My sixth man. My team's gonna beat yours, but um, hell no, it definitely would. Hell no, it definitely would. Hell no, it definitely would. Who was your point guard again? My point guard was Nick. Yeah, nigga, <laughs> look, we can look at the head to head numbers on uh, nigga run circles around motherfucking uh, GP. Nigga. You are bugging. <laughs> like GP 90, 90, 95, 96 when he went to Yo, the finals. No, I can pick any six man I want. Go ahead. Any six man. He has to come off the bench. He has to actually be a six man. He can't be like a six man that you want, a guy that you want to put at six man. Um. I could say Ray Allen. With uh oh, I want, only, Ray, I want Ray Allen off Miami. That's the only Ray Allen. That's, that's the, that's, that's, that was the only that, one that he played six. Yeah, man. I want Ray Allen off so, Miami. So <laughs> yeah, we winning. Yeah, definitely not winning. We winning. All right, whatever. We winning. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but that was definitely that was that was definitely fun. I would definitely uh I would challenge anybody and everybody out there to go ahead and uh pick your my select. Um. This was a wonderful episode. Um, like always, we're thought provoking. Like always, with a little ratchet. You know what I'm saying? A little. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, why, why, why I gotta be that way? Uh, man, listen, you're. Uh, I'm. I'm. Uh, you're ratchet. I'm righteous. You know what I'm saying? So man, it's always. I'm, don't ever put me in no fucking ratchet. I mean, I'm sorry. Nigga. You're ratchet. Nah, nigga. <laughs> I'm a gorgeous gangster. Get it together, nigga. Wow. Get it together. So man. we're doing that tonight. Know, got you. Your got boy you. Southside. And I am Quincy Valentine. It's always a pleasure. You already, man. Like, subscribe, man. Share this, man. We on every platform. All right. Let's get it. You guys be great. Peace. Once again, sipping hand, mixed with juice and gin. Bitches in, couple lady rings, counting Benjamins. Been a spin on the 20 twins that must stay the beans. Different things, made a change of plans. Well, that old depends. Shadows, my parolees, and I smoke that OG. Kush, motherfuck the police. All my niggas rock gold teeth. So hood and we so street. Sipping on that codeine, we hustle hard. No sleep, yo bitch loose, that's no sleep. I ain't talking about no money, I ain't talking about no cars. Talking about no diamonds, cause that shit is up the saw. Times is really hard. I fucked a couple bras, smoke some purple out the jars. Let me tell you who we are. I be that pretty motherfucker. All on sweat, I'm prepping. Tell them quit the bitching, we gon' make it in a second. Pretty motherfucker. All on sweat, I'm prepping. Tell them quit the bitching, we gon' make it in a second. See me in the hood, the gangs are saying, what's up? See me in the hood, the gangs are saying, what's up? Pretty nigga is some shit you never hear of. Only thing bigger than my ego is my mirror. 